What is up, everyone? This is Avery Smith, creator of Data Career Jumpstart and Snow Data Science. Welcome back to the Data Career Podcast, the podcast that gives you, the data enthusiast, the tools you need to, be, to build an amazing data career. Whether that's breaking the data science, landing a senior data position, or building a new data team or product, we are here to help. This is episode four, What the Heck is Python? Interview with Dustin Scheimick. Uh, today's episode is a conversation I have with Dustin, who's the director of analytics at the Master Lock Company. He had me on his LinkedIn Live to talk about what is Python, why is it important, how to get started, and other random Python-y stuff. We chatted for about 50 minutes. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's get into it. So just to introduce myself to everyone, so I'm Dustin. Um, I'm director of analytics at a company here in Milwaukee um, called Masterlock, but um, I love this stuff so much that, um, you know, I like to do stuff like this on the side on my own. And um, I was so excited to set up this event. Um, Avery, I've watched uh, your videos and everything you've been doing on LinkedIn. I've been so impressed with it. And I just love how um, you explain things in practical terms um, and just how passionate you are about data. Um, so I'm super excited about this. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you having me on. And yeah, I'm excited. I know we uh, we got delayed. The, um, <laughs> we got the the snow got the best of, of us, or at least of me, last week. Um, but yeah, here we are. I'm super excited. And yeah, I'm glad to be talking about something that I love so much. Dustin, I got something special for you. Are you ready? Oh, boy. All right. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see there it? it Look at this. Keep calm and code Python. Am I right? That's all you got to do. I got the That's special awesome. shirt and everything. So I, I wore it just, just for the event. So That's awesome. I love it. The only thing I'm wondering is where is the Astros hat? Oh, um, that's it. Oh, it's on the ground here. Oh, okay. let, me, let me grab it. Let me grab it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, he's grabbing. Oh, there it is. So yeah, Avery's yeah. obviously, he's from Houston. I'm from Milwaukee. I saw I was watching his uh, uh, live stream earlier and he had the Astros hat on. So I'm like, I got to go grab a Brewers hat. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's awesome. I I love it. Um, yeah, I am Kristen. We obviously had a lot of snow last week. Um, I know I saw some other people. I saw that Reza is here watching from Houston, and also I saw that Robert said, "Glad to see you're doing better, Avery." Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It was like it was a heck of a week. Um, really crazy, but I'm I'm doing better. I have Wi-Fi now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's awesome. And, and I am an Astros fan despite us cheating. I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's looks like folks are shouting out where they're from. Um, so obviously I'm from Milwaukee, Houston, or, uh, Avery's from Houston. Just keep, uh, keep rolling with where you guys are, are coming from. Um, super cool. Uh, I was just going back to the event page. It looks like uh, quite a few folks are, are rolling in. Um, so as, as we go through the chat here, so I'm going to, I'm going to kick a few questions out to Avery, but, um, um, as I'm going, feel free to just ask questions in the chat and I'll pull up, um, questions that I see onto the screen and we'll just, uh, um, ask Avery questions from the chat as we go. Um, so this should be really fun. Um, looks like, who do we have here? Wow. We got a lot of folks from Milwaukee on. That's cool. Someone from Albuquerque. Go Strode. That's awesome. Love it. Brandy, Milwaukee. Very cool. Um, so, Avery, I, the first question I want to ask before we get into the Python stuff. So, you know, I follow you on LinkedIn 
And you're a data scientist, you're a Python expert, you're a business owner, you run marathons from what I understand, you're a LinkedIn superstar. Is there anything you don't do? <laughs> well, well, you're super nice. That's that's very generous. I definitely don't run marathons. I only run I only run half marathons. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got only it. half. That's um, half that's... more than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's very kind of you. And I will say that I do um, I do a lot of things, and I do none of them very well. I'm I'm a very I get bored very quickly, and so I'm a very big generalist. And I try I like learning a lot. Um, a lot about everything, but I'm definitely no expert in in everything. So, um, yeah. thanks, man. But I, I'm definitely not an expert. In <laughs> All right, cool. I just I had to I had to ask. You know, the other thing too is um, thanks to everybody that shared this event. Um, 759 people signed up. Um, just blew my mind. That's awesome. I know Avery and I were joking about that earlier. You know, he he saw me put out a target of 300, and um, you know, we to get 700. 59 or whatever is just amazing so thank you so much for everyone that shared it i because it's a party i had to pull out i don't know if you can see but i have party with my party with your data mug i thought it was appropriate since we got over 700 people i had to bust it out so it's a party now i i love it yeah and and a huge shout out to to um tom i to see him in the chat I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about about data is the community, right? And it's such like an awesome tight knit community, and we all support each other. And it's 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 awesome to like be in an environment where you can give and take in such a in such a good place. So, love it. Oh, for sure, totally. Um, so, and second question, I guess before we get into into Python, what's what's your favorite part about being a data science scientist? We'll just start at really high level. Yeah, I love being a data scientist because. It's like being a detective. It is like you get to go and scope through a bunch of evidence, right? That's the data. And you can basically like try to figure out what's going on in your data. And you can try to explain what's going on to to your use your your stakeholders. And you're like, you have such a big power because it's like, okay, people don't know what's going on and you're supposed to explain it to them. So you always have a seat at the table. You get to spend a lot of time by yourself, which I'm an introvert. And I like spending time on myself, but you also get to communicate your findings. And I enjoy that as well, actually. So it's just like, it's a great opportunity for me to, to be myself and like spend time just like digging in and investigating and being an introvert and programming and then getting to share what I've learned and, and try to like shape the decisions that people make. Right. It's, it's super fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I love all that too. Um, I would have never believed you're an introvert though. Um, you're always, you're live when you're running you're, you're always on. Um, Hey, there's a comment here that, that, um, someone thinks that we delayed the event, uh, due to weather just to get more people to sign up. Is that, is that true? Or did you definitely (laughs) have your, your power legitimately out? Oh man, trust me. If I had the chance to, uh, it to not have to have power last week and do this event. I much I much rather have done it last week. For those just just for reference, if my voice starts to give out, it's because I was live on my own stream today from 5:30 to 6:30, then a half hour break, and then from 6:30 to oh no, I'm sorry, I had a half hour break. So from 7 to 8:30, I was teaching a course, an introductory course about data science. And now May 39, I'm doing this. So I mean, I I I much rather have done this last week when I was a little less busy. And and I'm moving across the country on Sunday. 
So oh, wow, I, really? I did not fake it. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving back to Utah on Sunday. So oh, I've also okay. like, All right. wow. you can't really see, but like I have a bunch of boxes. So it might look cool, but I am packing up. So very yeah all right well i appreciate uh you still uh doing the event here mid move um yeah so no let's, get, let's get right into it um so we're gonna go until about 9 15 central like i said we'll keep pulling questions up as they come in um but uh we'll kick it off with some questions here so um what's the best part about knowing python okay the best part about knowing python is you basically there's nothing that you can't do, okay? Like literally Python, guys, make Python your superpower. If you know Python, you can pretty much do do anything. Um, you can you can make a website, you can do data science, you can write autom autom automation scripts, you can web scrape, you can create data visualizations. There is just like, you can do cybersecurity, you can make games. Like, I just can't believe how much you can do with Python. And once you know Python a little bit, you can figure out the rest of Python pretty easily. So it's just like, it's like almost like you gain like another arm and it's like this arm that does like cool things for you. It's awesome. That's awesome. So whatever you can dream up, you can do it. Yep, exactly. That sounds like a, that sounds like a superpower. I would agree with that. Oh yeah, it it totally is. So so okay, let's ask the golden question. Why we're all here? So Avery, what the heck is Python? All right, so Python is a it's a scripting language. Okay, that allows you to do a lot of different things. I actually hold on, give me a second. I um, let me see if I can let me see if I can pull this up. Um, I just made this so that I wouldn't forget what the heck was going on. Am I on screen share? Yeah, no, go ahead. All right. I just, I made this right here. It's free. It's open source. Okay. Oh, wait, I got to pull it, put, put it into the show. Oh, I think you got to add it to the show. You see that little block down there? Oh yeah, I see it. Yep. All right. Perfect. So it's free. It's open source. It's a scripting language. It's super high in demand. There's like a lot of awesome jobs that like, it like want Python, but it's basically a scripting language that'll let you do anything. These are some of the fields that I wrote down that it does, like I already said earlier, um, web development, cybersecurity, scientific computing, data science, automation, visualization, like literally Python can, can like pretty much do it all. And it's, it's awesome. Like I highly recommend learning everything you can about it because like I said, it ends up giving you that, that superpower and it makes you a very a very uh, like reliable and like worthy candidate for any job or or situation you find yourself in. So that's that's interesting. And there's an, a question popping up here. So um, this kind of ties to what I was going to ask. So um, you know, I I've used um, Python um, really just once. So I had a really specific use case um, that I figured out I could use um, Python to help me with, and it was for web scraping. Um, you know, and so I'm, I'm very new to it for someone that's new, um, like Arcana here, you know, she says, if I can create visualizations in Tableau, why would anyone create them in Python? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. And I see, I see man pre had a pretty, inter pretty interesting answer as well for every small task, DDA, you do not want to go into Python or Tableau. So, I mean, there's, there's some things that Tableau are really good at. Okay. It's, it's really good at some things. Um, but let me tell you. There are some things that Tableau is really bad at. And if you want to make a very, very, very customized plot, I'm telling you that you can do it easier in Python than Tableau. I mean, if, if you know Python, if you're starting from scratch, yeah, it might take you a while. But like, you definitely don't need uh, Python for making you know, a bar chart or something like that. 
basically, right? But if you want to make a very customized graph data visualization, um, then then I definitely think Python's a really good answer. It's going to give you like nitty gritty customization capabilities, which is not needed for everything, but it's really cool when you can use it well. And the other reason I'll, I'll tell you, um, Archana, is how about this? Money, 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 okay? I now run a business, okay? I do not have the luxury of having a Tableau license, okay? A Tableau license is expensive. Python's free. That's a good reason right there. Money. Money makes the world go round. So, okay, so you mentioned it's free. So where where is Python? Where do we go to to get it? How, you know, how do, how does one start using it? Okay, this I have another slide on this. I don't this, yep, is, here, this I'll is perfect, it. all right? Yep. All right, accept me again. Okay, so there's three places that I suggest to go to get Python. Number one is the Anaconda distribution, okay? That's the best place to go probably. Um, if you just Google Anaconda distribution Python, it's really easy to go and install it, okay? However, installing it is it's a programming language. So installing it can prove difficult in, in the end. So I really like this Google Colab thing. Have you ever heard of Google Colab before, Dustin? No. Mm -mm. Tell okay, us about it. Yeah. It's awesome. It is in the cloud. It's like a Jupyter notebook in the cloud. So it is like you don't have to do anything. You just go to you just go to, I think it's colab.google research.google.com or something like that. You can just Google Google Colab and it's made by Google and it gives you Python in the cloud for free and you get a GPU. So you get like supercomputer access for free and you don't have to install one thing. You can just use Python. It's like it's like so amazing. Like watch, ready? I'm just gonna do it. Ready? We're gonna go colab.research.google.com. All you gotta do is go there and like Python's already installed on a cloud computer for you, and you can just like start cl like clicking things. So, for instance, I had that course not too long ago, a free course about predicting the stock market with Python. That was all built in, in Google Colab. I didn't cool. install anything, so it was just That's all awesome. there for you. That's awesome. Free. I just dropped that comment down at the bottom. Um, there was um, another question here. Trying to find it. Here we go um from manpreet so what has been your best use case with python um this was one i was going to ask you too so I, I like this question i've been i've been i've been thinking all day i i can't wait to ask this i want to know what it what is it that's really hard let, let me tell you i'm i'm going to say it's not one thing i'm going to say it's a series of things okay so the thing like okay tableau tableau is really good at visualization Try doing data cleaning in Tableau. It sucks. It's not meant for that. Okay, try right. try doing like a, like a machine learning model in Tableau. It can't. It's not meant for that. Okay, try doing cybersecurity in Tableau. Nope, can't do that. So the thing that the reason why I think um, I think the reason why like I think the best part about Python is is just the fact that it can do all of those things for you. Like it is a complete tool, right? But if you're asking me like, what is like the best use case? So my answer was all of the things it can do at once. Like it can just, no matter what your project is from beginning to start, from from data to from data collection, like what right web scraping, like your use case, you're not web scraping in Tableau, right? Right. And then you're you're going to be data cleaning. You do that in Python, data visualization, machine learning. Everything's going to be in Python. I think that's my favorite part about it. The best use case I've seen of it. Okay, how about this? Um, 
um, um, um, the Wall Street, oh wait, is it, the, no, it's the, hold on. Yeah, it's the Wall Street Journal. Their whole website is built on Python. Um, Yelp was built on Python. A lot of Spotify was built on Python. So, I mean, those have to be like the best use cases I've seen, right? Because those products are phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. How do you say that word? Phen really phenomenal. good. Yeah, there you go. They're really good. <laughs> cool. So did you, when you, um, I think you, you worked for a big company previously before you started your own business. Was there um, like any kind of rockstar use case that you can think of that maybe you used Python for, that you saw somebody else, one of your peers use it for? Anything for those that are working in a big company, like what's something that they could, what's an idea of what they could just pick up and do or, tr or try, you know, um, tomorrow? Yeah, I think it really depends on their their background, you know? So if they know machine learning, I, I think a lot of the interesting things you can do in Python are, are machine learning based, right? So I think... I think that's probably one of my favorite my favorite things is we created a machine learning optimization model that was that was pretty sweet that would basically help us decide what imp what improvements to make to our refineries because I worked at ExxonMobil for those who didn't know okay cool yeah big, big oil and gas company so yeah, yeah. we were trying to decide you know what should we update at our refinery and we used a big Python machine learning model to decide what we should update that was a pretty pretty cool use case. I don't know. I don't know how many of you guys can go and, you know, make a machine learning model that's going to help your refinery um, tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but that, that's, that was probably my favorite thing. But if I had to say something you could do tomorrow, um, I really like doing data visualization in, uh, in Python. That's something you could do tomorrow. Cool. Well, from cr creating um, what you just described to, you know, creating Spotify, I mean, that definitely goes to your earlier point of you can do just about anything. Um, so that's because that's a pretty wide range. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, here's a question. What is the most powerful package in Python for data science or data analytics? Ooh, the most powerful, huh? Um, <laughs> I'm uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm probably not the right person to answer this because, like I said, I am very average at lots of things okay so like i'm i'm good at machine learning but i'm not the best at machine learning by far right so someone who's really good at like uh deep learning which is like a type of machine learning using mm -hmm. artificial neural nets those those people are probably using something like keras or or tensorflow and they'll tell you something like that something that uses you know really really good deep learning is probably the most powerful um i know facebook has a really powerful time series uh package in python called profit I've heard really good things about that, um, but I don't use those though, that often. Um, I use Scikit-Learn. I mean, that's the majority of my of my day to day is the is the Python package Scikit-Learn. So that's also called SK-Learn, um, and it just has basic machine learning in there. But it's really easy. It's really easy to use. It's it's very simple. So awesome! I was taking some notes as you were talking. I'm going to check that. Out. <laughs> no yeah. problem. Yeah. Um... Here's a question from Ahmad. How good how good is Python to perform statistical tests? Oh, awesome! Python for stats at all in at ExxonMobil? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there's there's lots of good. Scikit-Learn has a lot of stats in it. Um, there's even another package. So when we say the word package, for those who don't know what the heck Python is, Python comes <laughs> with a lot of stuff built in. But you can like put in add-ons onto your Python for free. Um, and so we're talking about like add-ons to your Python. Those are called packages or libraries. Okay. And so so one of my Favorite ones was was Scikit-Learn, Science Kit Learn, um, but uh, the one that's really good for stats is just Stats Model. It has a lot of good stuff in there. 
Um, I think even um, I think even pandas has some really basic stats where you could do something like a statistical test like ANOVA. Um, but if not, stats model for sure does. So Python's got stats, no problem. Cool. Awesome. I'm taking some notes here. I should actually, I should have put my name as like Dustin learning Python Chimic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, very cool. Um, so what... Um, what do folks get? We've talked about what you you know kind of can do with Python, um, why you should start thinking about it, how you should start thinking about it. What what do folks get wrong about Python? Because it is such a buzzword out there. Um, you know, I every quarter um, something I do is I publish a little report on my um, LinkedIn page. If you go to my featured content, um, I, I have a little skills report that shows the trending of um, how many times um, a certain hard skill is mentioned in in um, position postings for data analytics jobs. And Python's been trending up, which makes sense anecdotally, just because I, you know, you hear it so much out there. And I found a use case myself for it, you know, but um, what do people get wrong about it? Like, um, what should we be thinking about? Um, it is such a buzzword, but what should we be cautious about? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think there's, there's two things to think about. Okay. I love to code. I think it's very fun. If you think about how, if you think about like the internet and computers, right. Um, we had computers, they're like, you know, good, a personal computer, a good personal computer is what, like 30 years old, you know? Um, so we were, we're pretty new to this whole computer thing. And if you think about it, as we've gone on, we've had web development and that was programming, right? And then something like Squarespace or Wix comes out and it makes dra drag and drop click into it. And we have something like, like Photoshop that used to be more programming and now it's drag and drop. I mean, drag and drop, coding is definitely coming out. I mean, that's what Tableau is, right? They've they've taken data visualization and made it so you can click buttons and press it. And so in the future, and now, I mean, you know, we have Ben Taylor on LinkedIn. He talks about his, the company he works for, Data Robot. They have a no-code machine learning platform. Um, so I think, I think getting all excited to do Python, I mean, you could be like, oh, I really want to learn Python. But there's a chance you could do everything you need to do in Python via softwares. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. And all of those are expensive. So it's not there. I just want to put that out there. That That's one thing to be thinking about is no code machine learning platforms are coming out. Those are going to be a thing. Um, the other thing that people, I think, I don't know if they use it incorrectly, but people really get stumped on the installation of Python. Like the this computer science and the programming part, because Python syntax, like the grammar you use, is very simple and it's very easy. It's very easy to understand, but getting it in downloaded is pretty, can be pretty hard and keeping it like updated and stuff like that. People struggle there. So I just think you have to be very, like if you're just getting into Python, you have to figure out how to download things and keep them up to date. Otherwise you might get kind of, kind of stuck, frustrated. Very cool. And if, and if, if we get stuck, where's a good place for us to go to get unstuck? Google. Stack Overflow. I mean, as, as dumb as it sounds, yeah. I I still, guys, if you saw my Google history, you would be like, this guy is not a data scientist. I Google everything. <laughs> like, and you'd be like, this guy doesn't know how to, I, there's stuff I probably do every day. I still have to Google. Like, right. I'm like, oh, how do I do that again? It's just like, totally. you have to know what to Google. You know what to yep. Google, you're fine. Yeah, for sure. 
No, there's things. I mean, totally. I mean, I, I Google stuff that maybe I haven't, you know, used it in a couple years. And um, it's like something that if someone saw that I was Googling it, they'd be like, what the heck? How is this guy you know, doing what he does? Right. But yeah, um, yeah it is um, such a resource. Um, there was another. Uh, here's a good one. OK, so talking about two hot skills here. So what is the comparison between Python and SQL? How should we think about the difference between those two? Okay, so Python, I would say SQL is interesting. SQL stands for uh, Structured Query Language. So it's technically a language, right? Because we have the L on the end, right? It's either pronounced SQL or SQL. You can say either one. Um, and but I, can, I think of it less of a language, although there is some language associated with it, and more of a structure, okay? So, or sorry, more of an infrastructure. So SQL stores data. You can have a SQL database or SQL server that stores data, right? And then you can pull and see, look at Tom says that right there. Database interaction equals SQL. Um, and you can, so that stores data for you. And then you can use SQL language to pull certain parts of the data out of the database for your use. Um, but you're never going to do any modeling in SQL. You're never going to do any data visualization in SQL. You're never going to do any web development in SQL. You're never going to build you know, your cybersecurity based off of SQL. SQL stores data. It's really good at that. That's all it does. Python does not store data. It does everything else. OK. Um, so moving on to kind of another area I want to talk about with you, because I think folks are really interested in how they can learn um, Python and where they can go to, to kind of practice. So what would you say, Danielle says, what would you say is the next logical step to learn master, uh, learn and master Python after you learn the basic control flow? I think it really depends on your goal. Like, what do you, what do you, I keep, I keep trying to say this on my LinkedIn. Um, there's that famous quote from Alice in Wonderland, right? Like, she's like, which way should I go? And I think, is it the cat that says this? The cat's like, it doesn't matter unless you know where you're going, right? Like, well, where do you want to go? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so it's like, what is your goal with Python? It's the same way. If you don't have like a clear destination of what you want to do with your Python, then it doesn't matter which way you go. But so first, develop that clear idea of where you want to go. And then second, like head in that direction. And so heading in that direction would be like, oh, I want to use SQL for web scraping. OK, or, or sorry, not SQL, Python. I want to use Python for web scraping. Or I want to use Python for data visualization. Yeah. Or, maybe you, or maybe you want to use it for, for automation. And then I would use the resources on, well, and most of my background in Python is admittedly data science. Um, so I really like the resources towards datascience.com. You can people post tutorials and articles about how to do things often in Python. That's more data science specific, which is like kind of my forte. Um, mm -hmm. I also like kaggle.com, which has a lot of applied data science often in Python. So that's that's kind of my forte, right? I was like, I like Python. I'm gonna focus on data science. I don't know what you want to focus on necessarily, um, Danielle. But I would first figure out what you want to focus on and then use online resources like YouTube and uh, Medium publications to find some tutorials. You might want to take a boot camp too. Boot camps definitely have their places. Um, I always make the analogy of I, like, like Dustin said, I've been running half marathons this year. Why am I doing that? It's not because I like to run. It's because I'm fat, okay? And I need to lose weight. And um, I tried to lose weight every year, okay? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do push-ups and I'm going to do sit-ups and I'm going to do bicep curls, you know? And every year I don't do it. And so this year, I, you know, I spent 500 bucks. I bought a bunch of races and I'm like, 
I've already paid for all these races. And if I do not train for these races, I will not finish. And that'll be a waste of money. Okay. So the sometimes a boot camp does that for you. You pay some money and you're like, okay, I have paid money. So now I must learn because there's a lot of free resources, but it's still hard to motivate yourself. And also the, the, the paid resources often give you more direction. Got it. Okay. Um, so that's good advice. So, um, one thing that I know that I've seen you post about that I think we're really um, kindred spirits with is like um, doing projects um, to, you know, force yourself to learn something. And so that's kind of what I did with the web scraping case that I had, like um, how I learned what I needed to do to do the web scraping that I needed was I went and took a course on web scraping with Python. And then I challenged myself to apply that um, whatever I learned from it, um, to actually do what I was trying to do. And, um, I don't know for, for my learning style that works really well. And, um, do you think that that's a good way to, to like learn Python? Do you think that going and taking a course, um, you know, that's specific to something that you're trying to do and then, um, going and trying that project, like, is that, um, is that something that we should be doing with Python? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's it's interesting. So um, I I am just finishing up my master's in data science. Okay, so I'm getting a master's in data science, and a lot of my classes are in Python. Okay, so I'm, I'll be completely transparent. I got a master's from Georgia Tech. Okay, completely online. Um, I was already a data scientist before I started the master's. On the piece of paper that said I was a master's, I paid twelve grand total for this. So it's actually pretty cheap for a master's degree. But guys, I'm telling you, sometimes they just give me a homework assignment. They teach me nothing. And they're like, just go learn on your own. That is the master's degree. So like either way, whether you do a personal project or whether you do a formal education, you're doing the same thing. You're learning on your own. And there's lots of really good resources out there for free that'll teach you things. So for instance, I just released that course called Introduction. Oh, no, it's called Predicting the Stock Market with Python. So I taught you guys how to get stock data you know, pull it from the web, how to make a machine learning model, you know, two different types of machine learning, how to graph it all and see how you did all for free. Like you guys can learn how to do that and hopefully make money. Who knows, you know? So there's, there's lots of good resources, but the best way is to learn online and do it via projects. I hate learning via books. I hate it. Can't stand it. I'd rather just do it. Well, so, and what do you think about, so you mentioned, um, you mentioned towards data science and that's a resource that I think um, you mentioned pretty often. You, it sounds like you spend a lot of time in it. Is that something like, should like should we f- spend 10 or 15 minutes a day just reading an article on there? Or, um, you know, what's the what's a good place to start? What should we start reading there? Oh, if, you, if you're thinking about yeah. to Python. Um, yeah, once again, all of my all of my background is catered specifically for data science. So I don't know the top medium publication for Python. I'm sure there is one. If there is if someone's watching and they're like, Avery, you're a dummy, it's Python for dummies or whatever. Go ahead and go ahead and throw it in the in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yes, so I'm just gonna answer for data science because that's what I know how to answer. And Python's definitely key to data science. Spending five minutes to ten minutes a day on um towards data science or Kaggle um, can be really beneficial. Kaggle has um, a lot of like projects that people put their answers up to and you can just read through other people's answers. And that's how I learned a lot was just by seeing what other people did. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. Um, So yeah, spending five to 10 minutes a day on Kaggle and towards data science. If you do that, that's gonna give you a lot of exposure and it's gonna give you 
a lot of good tutorials and you're going to find something that you're like, oh my gosh, this is what I do at work. I can do this with Python. Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And you'll fall in love. You'll be hooked, guaranteed. Cool. So so let's say let's say we don't have a specific use case in mind, but we want to use like a practice data set. You mentioned Kaggle. I know I've gone there to pull some publicly available data sets, public domain data sets. Is that where you kind of go to get um, data to play around with? Yeah, that's definitely a great place. Kaggle has like a ton of um, a, a ton of really good resources. Also, a lot of people don't know that Google recently reached their released their own data set search engine. So it's a it's a search engine specifically for data sets. Yeah, yeah, um, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's super good. Um, those are probably my two go to places for getting fun data is is Kaggle and the Google data set search engine. The third thing is usually governments make their um their data pretty free so like the u.s government's data is available on like uh data.us.gov or us.gov data or something like that so those are some good places cool um so on the same uh you know conversation topic here of of kind of training learning using data sets um Brandy mentioned she likes data camp for courses. That's actually where I went to um, take, take the um, web scraping course with Python was on data camp. And she mentioned, you don't have to worry about the Python installation because everything is in the browser. That's what I like too. You could go right in there. There's the mock environment set up and you could just go and practice um, right in the browser. Didn't have to have a data set. Um, didn't have to install it, anything. So um, I like data camp. Are there any other um, kind of training sites or modules that you like or any anything else that anyone likes? Go ahead and put it in the comments. Yeah, I saw that Robert had mentioned uh, free code camp and uh, uh, Reza had mentioned hacker rank, which both have, you know, Python exercises in there. Um, Kaggle also has exercises in browser in there as well. There's there's a lot of good, a lot of good resources um, online. I don't know if one's better than the other. Um, I think it's, it's really um, useful when you don't have to find your data and you don't have to install Python. But I will warn you that that is not real life, guys. That is not, the real world does not present data to you on a silver platter and say, here you go, enjoy. And Python, actually, maybe Python gets magically installed by your IT team. Um, that's possible. But to be honest, um, if your IT team is anything like it was at any of my prior companies, you will be the IT team. Okay. <laughs> so that is not real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can relate to that in some former life. So I, I know. Exactly <laughs> um, so we're seeing some Coursera, um, free code camp you mentioned. Um, all right, cool. Packed. I think I put that one up already. Um, so what's, you know, as we're starting to wind down here, what's to you, like from your perspective, what's the biggest reason why folks should um, invest some time in, in learning Python? Okay. I'm going to be really blunt. Okay. So everyone listen up. I'm going to be really blunt. Don't hate me. Okay. This world is run by money. You learning Python will increase your chance to make more money because it'll make you a more effective Whatever you are, if you are an engineer, okay, you'll become a more effective engineer if you know Python. If you're a business professional, you'll be more effective business professional if you know Python. Because it's going to give you skills that your coworkers don't have. It's going to make you faster at your job because you can automate the boring stuff, right? Like I know Brandy had mentioned that earlier. Like just learning Python, 
and I, I know it's like a very blunt answer, but it's uh, that's a good reason. Like, I, if any of you guys should be motivated by anything, it should be money, right? Or doing cool things and having it be interesting, which Python does that too. So, I mean, I think those are my two pitches for you to learn Python is it's going to help you do your job faster, more effective, and in different ways that you didn't do earlier. And that's going to make you bring more value to, you know, your own business or whatever company you're working for. So that's my first thing. And then also it's really fun. It's very satisfying. I don't know how to describe it other than that. That's awesome. I've actually, I'm looking at a post that I printed this out earlier, a post that you put up yesterday on LinkedIn. You listed out companies using Python, just some examples, Google, ExxonMobil, obviously where you came from, Netflix, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, Spotify, Yelp, Intel Corp, NASA. That's a cool one. Um, you mentioned a bunch of things that you can do with Python. You should take a look at Avery's post on this from yesterday. Um, he lists, lists off all the stuff you can do, data science, web development, automation, cybersecurity, embedded systems, et cetera. And then the cost of Python is zero. So you can't beat that, right? Um, and then he mentioned just some careers that you can have if you master Python. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. I'd take a look at that post if you're, if you're really interested in this, um, which I can't imagine why you wouldn't be. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you've stuck around so far, yeah, definitely, back, definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah there's still quite a folks, few folks on here. Um, quite a few comments coming in here. Um, here's a question. So we've got about five more minutes for questions. Um, keep putting them down in the chat, and um, we'll try to get through as many as we can here. Um, so if there's so many resources online or on the cloud, why would we bother installing Python? Is it the inability to access proprietary data on the online environment? Yeah, that's that's one reason is because yes, that that often proposes or that often gives security issues for companies. So Exxon's very serious about their data privacy. They would never want to put anything on any sort of cloud platform that they basically did not own or have great control over. So I'm sure every big company is is very similar to that way. Um, the other the other reason is uh, customizability. The ability to customize what you're what you actually have and the other one is cost okay i have a laptop it already exists the company paid for it okay doing things in the cloud costs money so i mean you could and you're, you're accessing the cloud from your laptop so it's double money basically so you got to be careful because cloud computing does cost money so doing it at scale could could be expensive um, so just to share with the group too, Usha shared a great course that's on the Harvard website for free. Uh, so maybe you want to look at that. Brandy mentioned work smarter, not harder, automate your job and drink more coffee. Um, so can Python help you automate your job, Avery? Oh yeah. I actually have a friend, um, that was an intern at MP's NBC. He worked at 30 rock as a data scientist. Um, and, uh, he, he basically said that he got his entire job like automated in like four months. Like Seriously? he literally, yeah. Like he would pull the data automatically, do the analysis, send the report in an email, all automated. And he was kind of a lazy guy, to be honest. He was very smart, but kind of a little like, you know, a little lazy, right? Um, anyways, so, I mean, yeah, just do what he did and drink more coffee. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great comment. Um, here's a question from Reza. How does Python compare to other tools for making API requests for data load? Ah, Reza, you're stretching my knowledge. I am <laughs> bad at APIs. That's another thing I know a little bit about, but not a ton. Um, there's definitely a request library that allows you to take API requests. I do not know how it compares 
in like performance to other tools. All I know is it usually works for my needs, but I don't know how it compares to other tools. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I see Tom's cranking out quite a few answers here too. So he may have one for Reza. I, I had, I, can I, can I request one? I have this, yeah, there's sure. a comment at 9-11 from Darty Patel. I just want to answer that one really fast. It's, it's, do you ever get coding blocks like writers get writing blocks? Yeah, that was, I thought I was, that was really interesting. Yeah. Okay, you, good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. There is so many times where I'll, it, it's not that I don't know what to code. It's that I don't know how to code it. So there'll be so many times where I'm looking at a problem and I will spend three hours trying to solve it, especially with bugs. If you have like an issue in your in your Python code, I will spend so long trying to solve it and I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. And Darty, in those situations, the only solution I have found, and this is a magical power solution, it is to go to bed, to go to sleep and to stop thinking about it. And you will come back and you will sit down and you'll be like, oh, it's right there. That's the only way to get past it. Yeah, it's, I can relate to that. I mean, just in terms of um, solving, you know, challenging problems and that. I mean, um, when you hit a creative block, just step away from it, you know, and come back to it. Um, it's amazing what that can do. Um, let's see here. What's, um, hang on one second. Here's a good one. So uh, Igor says, what is the ideal skill set for data engineering analytics along with Python? Yeah, this is another thing that I know a little about, but not a ton. Let me just say data engineering is the future. Data science is really hot right now, and it pays really well, and people are interested in it. But we, there is a huge gap for data engineers. There is not enough data engineers in the world. And I feel like since there's such a big need for them and low supply, the job's going to skyrocket in the next five years, especially with the amount of data that we're generating. For those who don't know, data engineers focus less on analysis and more on pipelines, moving data from A to B to C, uh, moving data around left and right. And so, yeah, they need really good jobs, or sorry, they need really good skills with like moving uh, data and cloud computing. So in order to be a good data engineer, um, you need to have cloud computing skills in one of the public, uh, at least one of the public forms. So whether that's AWS or Google Cloud, you have to know one of those really well. Okay. Um, and then you also need to know like big data solutions, things like Hadoop and Spark, which like that's kind of over my head. I know a little bit about them, but luckily I don't have to deal with them too much because they're really hard to use. So I would definitely say you have to know cloud computing, which is basically AWS, GCP, uh, Hadoop and Spark. Those would be the four things I would know how to do well. And I do not know how to do them well. And hence, I am not a data engineer. Here's, um, here's a question from Brandy. What's the coolest Python script you've written or the most random? Oh, you know what? I did um, when COVID broke out last year and we didn't really know what it was, right? It was like, what is this whole COVID thing? And all these students were at home and teachers didn't know how to do remote teaching. There was no like technology and skills to do that. I felt bad for everyone. And so I was like, you know what? This is a really cool chance for kids to learn how to code. And so I did like a series of five or six videos um, during the day to try to give parents a break to learn how to code with their kids. So I would, I would live stream on Facebook um, how to make, like how to do coding, how to code in Python. And I always did games. So we made rock, paper, scissors, we made battleship, um, we made Candyland. That's probably the most random one I've done. Wow. Like a very basic version of Candyland. Like it's very basic. It's not it's not very pretty. 
Um, but yeah, we did like a bunch of kids games. That was that was pretty fun, and and a lot of those were pretty random. I don't remember the other three, um, but yeah, that was really fun. Cool. There's um, Katie says um, dreaming about Python might not be a bad thing. Yep. I, dream, do you dream about Python? I dream up solutions. I definitely like will be like in my dream. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's how you do it. Um, I don't know if it's in Python or if it's just. I don't know. I just like come up with a solution in my dreams sometimes. Okay, we could take a couple more here, um, and then we'll uh, we'll wind it down. Um, so, um, Devia says, "What is another skill needed to learn along with Python that adds even more value?" Um, well, I mean, you can't just learn. Okay, you could you could just learn Python, but I would learn Python in a specific domain. So Python in cybersecurity, Python in finance, Python in data science. So I mean, you're gonna have that like that industry that goes along with with the Python that's going to help you. Um, so you're gonna get really good at Python and data science together. So Python and machine learning, or Python and data visualization. Um, I think like specifying what you're good at in Python or what you use Python to solve is the best way to do that. But if I have to add another one, um, I would say being able to uh, share your findings and communicate effectively. And that's like a dumb answer that like you always hear, I feel like. But I mean, if you can't convince anyone of anything that you're, you're doing or discovering, then you're in trouble. And I'm not great at that. I'm still learning how to do that. So I, I really think communication is important. Cool. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll close uh, with this one since we're at 918 um, Central Time. So Brady says, um, there's a quote from Bill Gates. I choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. Uh, do you think that that person was a Python programmer? That that person might have been my friend at, at NBC. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I love that quote. I've never heard that before. I hadn't heard it either. Um, very cool. All right. So, um Avery, you have um, a business where you do training, you have courses and stuff. Um, I put it down um, in the scrolling marquee at the bottom. Um, anything that you want to say about kind of what, what you're doing with that or what folks can, can come to you for? Yeah. And yeah, I appreciate the chance to, to be on here. And thanks for giving me a chance to, to talk a little bit about what I do. So um, I recently quit my job at ExxonMobil uh, to do data science, basically a data science business. So I do data science education. So I teach people about data science. I have, uh, if you go to my website, averysmith.podia.com, I have uh, a free course on there right now about uh, predicting the stock market Python. Um, I also do like boot camps and coaching calls and stuff um, on that website. So I'm happy to talk to help anyone there that wants that wants help. Um, and there'll be more courses coming like that in the future. Um, and I'm always I'm always interested in helping people. So um, I really enjoy being on LinkedIn and talking to people about data. So I mean, anyone who's watching and is not connected with me, like go throw me a connection request right now. I will 100% accept any requests. So, you know, <laughs> go ahead and throw me uh, a request and like, let's connect. I'm, I'm happy to, to, you know, hear what you're posting about on LinkedIn and you can hear what I'm posting about on LinkedIn. Um, that, yeah, sounds great. And I also do consulting too. That's another thing I do as I, I do consulting. So if you have a data science problem you want solves, you can talk to me or my team. Super cool. No, that's awesome. And I know everyone is um, in the community. I've seen so many nice posts wishing you the best with um, yeah, your new been awesome. 
and um, it looks like you're rocking it um, with it. So um, hats off to you. And I just, I love um, everything that you post. Um, I was so excited to talk with, with you. Um, you have such a great way of just um, putting things into practical terms. And that's all about um, just what I um, love you know, sharing with folks is just practically, how can you use data? How do you put it to use? What are the skills that you need? Um, you know, what are some of the concepts um, that um, can drive impact? Um, so um, I put uh, down in the bottom two, just a hashtag practical data ideas. We're going to keep doing chats like this over the rest of the year um, using LinkedIn Live. Um, and um, this was an awesome starting point. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to top you, Avery. I mean, this is... Oh, I'm sure. It'll easy. be easy. I mean... But no. no, don't do that. <laughs> um, but uh, but I will say I don't I don't know if anyone will fake an entire snowstorm and power outage just to get more people to to come uh, register. So maybe maybe no one will top that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. There's a lot of nice comments. Um, Tom says, "Please succeed, Avery Smith." I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Um, so there were so many comments. I wish we could have gotten all, to all the questions. Um, awesome engagement. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely um, connect um, with Avery, connect with me um, if you'd like. And um, we're always up for continuing the conversation on anything data. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, everyone who joined and all the comments. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Have a good night and go learn Python. Yeah, Python's awesome. All right, see ya.